0: Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are. and Whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate you joining me and giving me a little bit of your time. Hopefully it makes your day pass a little better and gives you a few more tools for your toolbox, really, more than that and helps our nation, even if just a little bit. Not a lot on the homestead. The quote unquote cool weather that we got has come and gone. We're not quite back to where we were heat wise, but it's it's still warm. (laughs) That's really, really about it. The chickens have decided to go on strike again, at least quite a few of them. So we'll see how that turns out. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you and your son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it. Share it. Subscribe to it. Be with them and their families. Bless them. Protect them from evil of any kind. Surround them with your angels. Give them a strong faith. Lord, watch over our families. Our marriages across the country. Help us to strengthen them. Help us to turn away from what the world offers, the distractions, the ability to deceive ourselves by being entertained. Help us instead to focus on you and your Son, Jesus Christ, your commands, and help us to make our priorities Fall in line with your priorities. And God, my word's here today, Father, please. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we ask and pray. Amen. We're going to go back to Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt. We've been talking about him for the last couple episodes. uh, Talking about some of his comments from the early 1900s on immigration. We've got a couple... Uh, this all comes out of a article you can find if you type in Teddy Roosevelt or Theodore Roosevelt and immigration and snoops it ought to come up pretty quickly uh, I'm not always a big fan of snoops uh, in fact often i'm not but uh, in this case they provided some pretty insightful information and i do mean just in this particular case folks Uh, There's some sources we've been referring to that they put at the end of this little article or post, whatever you want to call it. And I want to go back real briefly, or at least somewhat briefly, to the end of what we were talking about on the last article. This was a Memorial Day speech from... 1916, I believe. And he was talking about in this last paragraph we read at the end, the effort to keep our citizenship divided against itself by the use of the hyphen and along the lines of national origin is certain to breed a spirit of bitterness and prejudice and dislike between great bodies of our citizens. And at the bottom, I'm skipping a little bit here, that hyphenation is an effort against the interest of straight-out American citizenship and an effort to bring into our nation the bitter old-world rivalries and jealousies and hatreds. Every time, folks, that we identify ourselves based on a hyphen, what we're really saying is that I'm not just a regular American, I'm a special American. And you need to treat me as a special American, instead of simply just an American. I'm Mexican American, Latino American, African American, European American, Asian American, Chinese American, Vietnamese American, German American, Irish American. Australian, just pick whatever hyphen you want to use. I'm a black American. I'm a white American. I'm gay American. I'm a straight American. Every time we hyphenate American, we're saying that we're something else besides just as President Roosevelt said here, just a straight, all-out American. And all that's doing is playing into the hands of dividing us. And that may be what you want. If you would rather be part of a specific group instead of really part of American. There's millions of Americans who continue year after year, decade after decade, to vote for politicians and policies at all levels of government who focus on race, ethnicity, culture, ancestry, sexual orientation, and they They want to be labeled in those groups. And maybe that's you. And maybe it's not. Maybe a great number of us have played into the hands of those that want to keep us divided because it's easier to control us, take power, and radically change toward leftism, communism, socialism, if we're divided. It's the same tactics as you saw in Stalinist Russia, Maoist China, Nazi Germany, North Korea, Pol Pot, South America, and so, over 100 years ago, Roosevelt was acknowledging the same thing here. You, you cannot hyphenate American. You're either an American or you're not. So, you, you either follow the founding faith and principles that made our nation great, or you don't. That, that's the bottom line. And we've talked about it. It's been a long time, months and months, maybe last year, I can't even remember, But we've talked about before uh, this children's book from the turn of the the 19th into the 20th century that was, it it talked about the fact that if you really love a country, you love the ideals of that country. You can't love a country if you don't love the ideals behind that country. So This is a 4th of July speech in 1917, and the source is from the Boston Daily Globe, Moral Treason to Attack Allies, 5 July 1917, page 10. We must have in this country but one flag, and for the speech of the people but one language the English language. During the present war, all newspapers published in German or in the speech of any of our foes should be required to publish side by side with the foreign text columns in English containing the exact translation of everything said in the foreign language. Ultimately, this should be done with all newspapers published in foreign languages in this country. This isn't racist or xenophobic, xenophobic, whatever, homophobic. I know that's not it, but this doesn't have anything to do, folks, with trying to exclude people. That's what the left would try and tell you. It's trying to include people, to be inclusive. You know, and and just think about it in the reverse. It's 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 illogical that our country tries to pander. And it's really not the country. It's, it's the left and what they have done in the country over the last several decades. But if you go to, I always go to Italy. I don't know why. I have no idea. Maybe it's the old, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day saying. But if you went to Italy, if you moved to Italy, you would be absurd to expect Italy to adopt your language whatever it was, doesn't matter if it's English, if it was Spanish, if it was, pick pick a language, if it was Japanese, Vietnamese, Mandarin, Chinese, you would be absurd to go into that country and expect them to start to operate their government, their publications, their voting around your language. You wouldn't do it. And a lot of other countries... Don't allow it. If you're going to move to another country, you adopt. There's a reason that you want to move there. You adopt that language. If you move to France, you're going to learn French. If you move to Mexico, you're going to learn Spanish. If you move to America, you need to learn English. And this goes along with the hyphenation that he talked about. There's nothing wrong, although you've got to understand the context of this, right? This is World War One, and so there was, there were a lot of doubts and fears and hostilities toward people who claimed that German-American, right, heritage, and and so you can understand that, but. The bottom line again, folks, is if you're going to come here, you need to learn English. That's what needs to be taught in our schools. We don't need, as a primary language, we don't need to teach any other language, and we we don't need to make accommodations past a certain point for those other languages. You need to come here with the understanding that you're going to learn English, especially in our public school system. If you're going to have taxpayers footing the bill, paying to educate students, then it has to be in the best interest of this country. And that has to be to learn English, to really learn English, to to be able to read and write, to understand news articles, right? And then even more so, folks, there's only room for one flag, the American flag. Don't come over here and raise some other flag above the American flag and pay homage to some other flag. Uh, The one that you have to pick on today is the one that you see so often across the country, especially in the southern part or any place where there's high illegal immigration. But you, you see a bunch of flags from Central and South America the Mexican flag, right, this isn't Mexico. Why would you move to Mexico and then raise an American flag? If you wanted to move to Mexico and you thought Mexico was so great that you wanted to move there, why wouldn't you adopt the policies, the values of that country and stand for the flag of that country? 27th, May 1918, Uh, Des Moines, Iowa. This is out of the the source from this is the Washington Post. Use only English, Roosevelt urges. English as the sole language for schools, newspapers, and other usage in this country was urged by Theodore Roosevelt in an address here tonight under the direction of the National Security League. In voicing his approval of the recent proclamation by Gover- Governor Harding ordering that English be the only medium of instruction in public or private schools in Iowa, Colonel Roosevelt said, This is a nation, not a polyglot boarding house. There is not room in the country for any 50 50 American, nor can there be but one loyalty to the stars and stripes sums it up pretty well folks you're going to come here and and he's right it's not just public school public school, private school any school that's being run here in the United States if you're going to educate children here we're we're not educating children here to go to some other country to make that other country stronger we're educating children here to make America stronger Unless you're in a foreign language class, specifically working to learn that foreign language, English should be the only language taught in public or private schools. And if you want to be a hyphenated American, then you don't really want to be an American. You want to be something else. So go be something else somewhere else. And it's, no, it's not, it's not loving or kind. Some of y'all, I, I just already almost see the comments that I'm going to get. There's nothing loving or kind about dividing the nation. That's the problem, one of the reasons we've moved away from Christ. That was the whole point of the First Amendment, right? Was to keep the different Christian denominations from fighting each other. To unify the country, to bring it together. those core values that we all used to share, those teachings of Christ, those principles. We can't function as a society if we don't have those core shared principles, traits, values. We don't have to be exactly alike. This isn't a communist or socialist country where you have to all be exactly alike. But we have to have a small set of core values. Or you can't hold the country together, folks. Just like you can't hold a community or school together if you don't at least have a small set of shared core values. If you get a chance, share the podcast with somebody. I would appreciate it. If you get a chance, subscribe to the extra episodes each week. It's $3 a month. You get all the episodes that we do throughout that month. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.